Welcome back. Are we going to preview Ben's favorite conference? I love the Ivy League. <laughs> that is so beautiful to hear. Music to my ears. <laughs> this is the final conference of our summer-long conference preview series. We've done all 10 FBS conferences. And now this is number 13 of 13 FCS conferences. Thank you for sticking with us the entire way. If you're live with us on Twitch, this is the last one of the night. We did four other ones before this one. Crazy times. If you're watching us on YouTube after the fact, uh, which is the second best place to catch the podcast. Thank you for watching, first of all. And second of all, hopefully you're doing that on the Bloodline Network YouTube channel because... There's some cool stuff on there or on bloodlinenetwork.com. Got some other podcasts on the website as well. You might be interested in checking out for sure. Or if you're watching or not watching, I guess, listening on podcast platforms, you find a bunch of links in the description that, believe it or not, Tug is going to read out to you at the end of this episode. Yes, I will. We're finally, finally going to get Tug to open our book of scripture and read to you. The good word <laughs> of where to support us and where to find the big dudes in the trenches on all sorts of different platforms. In the meantime, though, we need to talk about the greatest college football conference of all time. Indisputable. Undefeated. That one that games are never interrupted by protests and mm-hmm. fans running out onto the field. They are always competing for a national championship, at least in their hearts. Every year. Because, Every year. because fuck academics. School is not important. We're here to we're here to learn football, not play school. Mm-hmm. Cardell Jones wishes he could have gotten into the Ivy League. This is <laughs> this is the most football conference of all time. This is where football began, folks. We're Look. talking about we're Doug, talking you... about 2022, 2021, 2020, every other year before then, national champions. <laughs> national academic champions. I don't even know if that's true. I mean, Stanford's been beating them on a whole bunch of levels recently. Get fucked, Ivy. <laughs> Doug, Doug, I got to say, I love how like it was a couple conferences back. You are talking about how you enjoyed that it looks like their schools just found the best clip art they could on microsoft word and use that and that absolutely describes the ivy league okay here's the difference though these These are guys were the the first ones to ever do it so these these logos predate clip art right right these were hand drawn before clip art ever thought to exist who drew the cornell logo a three-year-old i mean it's better than what i could do but that's beside the point Better than I can do, too. I mean, got to hand it to him. Big Red looks mighty fierce. <laughs> Big old scary bear. Better than what Brown came up with for the Brown Bears. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, they need to. Speaking of Brown, I did that during the last episode. God damn it. And speaking of Brown, they have a guy called Wes Rocket on the team, but wide receiver. Red Rocket? No, Wes Rocket. Rock. Wide Brown. receiver. Wide receiver with the initials WR. As incredible, and his last name's Rocket. Everything about this is incredible. He is the best part of this offense by far. The rest of the offense sucks fucking ass. That's, that's where we're at with Brown. I, I believe it. <laughs> what can Brown do for good. you? 
have a really fucking good receiver. One, though. Only one. There can only be one. Highlander. Great movie. <laughs> Sounded like in the last episode, you dropped a brown in the transfer portal. The, the amount <laughs> of stream of conscious I just heard come out of like your mouth, no thinking involved, is astounding. I love it. All Straight right. from the so, brain to the microphone. No, which filter. is why I didn't get into an Ivy League school. There are, as much as we're joking about how awful the Ivy League is for caring about academics more than football, uh, which is a reason to hate them. I'm, I'm not arguing that point. I do want to say there are three legitimate NFL <laughs> draft prospects on this screen right now. And I do want to shout them all out. So, for starters, uh, Thor Griffith on the defensive Lovely line Lovely name. Harvard, uh, yeah, that's a great name. Lives up to his name. Like, Thor Griffith is awesome and legitimately a potential late-round pick in the draft in 2024. But the best prospect out of the Ivy League for next season would be that offensive lineman from Yale, who I would love to hear you try to pronounce his name, Tug. Nope. Nope. It's not even that hard. It's kind of pronounced I, how it it's looks. Kieran, is it Amagaji? Gaji. But yeah, close enough. I'll, I'll give it to you. You get the point. Amagaji. It's, you know, pretty close. What about that pretty Dartmouth good. old lineman? Oh, Nicholas Schwitzengebel? <laughs> I almost just mixed up the B and the L, uh, the B and the G. Schwitz and Gibble. Switch and Bagel. <laughs> Nicholas Everything Bagel. <laughs> oh, sir, I wanted the Gebel, not the Bagel. Dude, you even took German at the Air Force Academy. Shh. I know you know how to pronounce this. <laughs> Shh. Apparently not. <laughs> The other one's Jalen Travis from Princeton is a legitimate draft prospect as well. Oh, sure. You'll read his name. (laughs) I read Yale's too. I just wanted to hear you try it. And that was totally worth it. Also wanted to point out here, uh, kicker and punter are the same player. That is not a typo. Jack Bozeman does both kick and punt for Yale. And he is legitimately the best in the Ivy League at both of those things. God damn. Uh, only one of two players across all of our conference preview series that have made the all-conference team at two different positions, the other one being Devron Harper of Mercer, made it at wide receiver and return specialist. Jack Bozeman does it at both subhuman positions, so very exciting for him. Wait, so if he's two half-humans, does that make him one full human? I think it does. Okay. He's an honorary human being for the season at least. As long as he can maintain top at each position, he is a human being. The thing, hold on, thinking about that, though, the thing with him playing both of those positions, though, is the amount of NFL teams that would be interested because now they can put two positions into one, save money, and get a position they actually need, not hold a punter and a kicker. That's actually to make him interesting come, I won't say draft season, but UDFA season. Save big money at Menards. Save big money at Yale. That's definitely not how that works, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> no big money going to Yale. That's it. Yes. <laughs> oh man. But speaking of Yale, uh, they are reigning defending Ivy League conference champions. And I would expect them to repeat. I mean, they're they're definitively the best team in this conference, but there is a very interesting conversation about the rest of the league. So I think it's worth going ahead and flipping over to our tier list, unless you guys have something else to point out here on the all-conference team. Nope. Easy enough. All right. Trash. Oh, so. <laughs> trash. Just, I'm from, I, I see that trash. Hey. Yeah, Brown. Brown's really bad. Not going to lie. Um, I kind of want to save Columbia for a moment because I think Cornell's also really, really trash. Really bad. But better than Brown behind him. Uh, and also, is also in that boat. Yeah, but I think they're ahead of Cornell right now. I think Dartmouth is like Dartmouth feels like one of those teams who might be good if a couple of things go their way. They yeah. might end up above 500 for some reason, but they don't look just because they like, happen to find their way above 500, like accidentally. Man, I don't even know if they will. It. I don't even know if they will. It's just uh, that could theoretically happen. That'd be cool. Uh, also, we did already say that Yale is the best team in the conference. I don't even yep. know if you're going to argue with me there. Nope. Okay. But we can't put them in the playoff contenders tier. I agree. We're going <laughs> to knock the Ivy League here. The best they can have is a really good season because they – it's not – not like the HBCU conferences, the MEAC and the SWAC. They just decide not to put themselves in for the playoffs because exams to them are more important. Yes. And I know it's their academic institution. That's what they were founded as. I respect that. I get what they're trying to do, but you can push your exams one week and be okay. So nobody, in my opinion, from the Ivy League will go above really good. And that's where Yale resides is really good. I don't think anybody else is on the same tier as them, though. Nope. So they're all alone at really good as well. Uh, I think you'll appreciate this bug. We, yeah, we, we have decided. Yale's the best will... team in the conference, but they're not playoff contenders because they don't go to the playoffs. They can't be. Exactly. <clears throat> but that leaves it up for a very interesting conversation about the middle of the conference. Honestly, in my opinion – any of these four remaining teams here could end up as the second best team in the league. And it all depends on how things end up breaking for them. I honestly have no idea who to rank in, in front of anybody else other than I think Harvard and Princeton are probably better on most days than Columbia and Penn. I think that's, so I, th that's the way I want to go is I want to put Harvard and Princeton as tough outs with Harvard ahead. I think they're going to end up at number two uh, in the conference this year. Brown's not going to be number two. Brown's in dead last, and that's where they belong. They're trash. I you appreciate that. there, but also Brown sucks so bad. We can't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, Har Harvard, I think, is going to be number two. So I'm going to put Harvard, then Princeton. See, I, I don't agree, simply because I don't think Harvard does anything on offense that well. It's simply a matter of their defense is good enough. It's going to keep them in a whole lot of games. I think Princeton is probably going to be able to beat Harvard you know, when they play. What do you think, Ben? 
I think we can put. I mean, it's the Harvard Yale game for a reason, right? Let's put let's put them second, if only because of name. Because let's be real, the fact that we even have any uh, NFL prospects for any of these teams, especially after the transfer portal, is astonishing. Still, yeah, yeah, but you get that Ivy League education, baby. That's what it's all about. NCAA student athletes, student comes first, right? That's what everybody says. <laughs> Uh, So we're putting Princeton up there with Harvard, though, I think (laughs) is fair to say, based on what we've all been saying at this point. I guess then the question is, who do we put in front of the other in not that bad, Columbia or Penn? Or do we even put either of them up in the tough outs alongside Harvard and Princeton? Well, I think everybody forgets that Penn exists, so I feel like they're just a natural fit for not that bad. Probably. That feels harsh. I think Penn's going to actually be decent this year, but decent is not right. that bad. Fine, you you win. Fine. <laughs> oh man, I um, do think Columbia would beat Penn, though. Gut reaction, no real good argument for it. See, all right, I would have agreed with that before just had to replace their head coach. Uh, Columbia, I mean, maybe that even helps them down the stretch for some reason. Maybe they get a little um, emotional bump out of the situation. But their head coach had to resign for health reasons, and they promoted from within Joe DeOrazio. Orazio. Uh, former offensive coordinator, is now the acting head coach at Columbia for the time being. Uh, I don't think he'll be – I don't think he's the permanent head coach. I think he is labeled the interim head coach there. I feel like that's just not going to go well because it is an interim head coach. They were on a really good track, but I feel like that's too big of a piece to ignore. That's fair. I was not tracking that. That does change what I'm saying. So I put Columbia at the back end and not that bad. There's a definite tear break between Columbia and Dartmouth, though. Oh, definitively. Honestly, if the Ivy Leagues were able to send a team to the playoffs, I would move those five up and leave Dartmouth. Yes. Brown at the bottom. (laughs) Yep. That's kind of how all of our conference previews have been going today. Uh, But... Also, think it's pretty fair. It's kind of how it is. It really is. Uh, so that was a very quick hitter on the Ivy League. It felt like, but also I think that's kind of fair for a conference that's not going to send anybody to the playoffs. We won't have to talk about them for most of the rest of the year because school and smart Direct. academics. Uh, so what we're saying is Stanford and Cal forget the ACC. The Ivy League is your true home. <laughs> Get it done. Stop and acting. They can finally win something. Maybe. Nah, we'll see. I'm not convinced. Honestly, that would be a really great game, Yale and Stanford. So, Battle of the Nerds, we could call it. The Nerd Bowl. We already have that. I'm down. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess that does it. I mean, that's a that feels like a letdown at the end of our conference preview series. Talking about a what conference else? who 
refuses to play by the same rules as everybody else. I can say, what else do we expect from the Ivy League, though? It's a constant letdown. The only good thing they ever really gave us was Ryan Fitzpatrick. That is not true. We also got Kyle Juszczyk out of him. Ah, you're right. You're right. Best fullback in the league for like the last 10 years. Let's go. Also, one of the only fullbacks in the league for the last 10 years. There have been a couple. There have been a a handful. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we're going to say about that. So, (laughs) but that does it. That's the entirety of our conference preview series. Which means the next time you see us will be a preview of the week zero games. Football! We have football coming up. That's crazy. You got legitimate, actual college football happening. Meaningful football. I'm so excited. That is correct because the NFL has been going on for a little while and it's not meaningful at all. Even in the regular season, it's not meaningful. Yeah, Terry McLaurin just got hurt. So it's like... You know, good. We got hurt in a preseason game that didn't matter. Great start for Washington, who also there is a petition by native groups to change it back to the Redskins. So good thing they changed it to the Commanders. This is this is great. Great times. Um yeah, cool. So (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in, folks. It's been a Long stretch of conference previews, but hopefully it's been worth it for you guys. Hopefully you've learned something along the way. If you have, I would ask that you like the podcast, share it with some folks, and follow us on X. You can find us at BDT Football on there, uh, where we're pretty active on on the former platform, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com will take you there. Well, yeah, it's an auto forward, but... We have some other links down there too. If you'd we like do. to share the world tug, we do. We have these will all be linked in the description below, but please follow along. We have patreon.com slash BT football, x.com slash BT football, facebook.com slash BT football, instagram.com slash BT underscore football, BDT football.com, mailbox at BDT football.com, youtube.com slash at big dudes in the trenches. Our discord will be linked. Please click the link and join us there. Uh, if not, Check out our content on the Bloodline Entertainment Network at bloodlinenetwork.com. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much for participating. As requested. It's always Finally. a great time. It feels like uh, reading from straight from the Torah every time. God damn it. <laughs> Pure ceremony. <laughs> Oh man, but not to take us out before we get canceled. (laughs) Uh, Any any wise words of wisdom? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, we we shit on the Ivy League quite a bit there. Uh, You literally did. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was that was the last episode, not this episode. I love the Ivy League. It's it's great. I love it. It's nice. It's the best. I don't believe you. I hey. uh, so yesterday I called my landlord and said, I got to take a leak in the, I got a leak in the sink. Now I fucked that one up. Let's move on. What do you get if you divide the circumference of a pumpkin by its diameter? Pie. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. There you go. But also, I love how quickly you moved on after you took a leak in the sink. I fucked it up. 
I fucked it up. So much better. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is clearly all the time we have on the show today. Thank you for watching and or listening. And just remember, you can't win a game if you can't win a game.